Pride of Detroit podcast is brought to you by Righteous Felon Craft Jerky. It's the jerky that fuels your Detroit Lions. That's right. Righteous Felon Jerky and meat sticks are available to Lions players at the training facilities at Allen Park. Each two ounce bag of jerky has 16 to 20 grams of protein and each stick has eight grams of protein. Trust me, if it's good enough for the Lions, it's going to be good enough for you, too. Righteous Felon is based in Westchester, Pennsylvania, and they use locally sourced all-natural Black Angus beef, and they pride themselves on superior quality, revolutionary branding, and unique flavors that go beyond the stereotypical jerky offerings. Go to RighteousFelon.com and use the promo code POD15 at checkout to get 15% off your order. That's promo code POD15 at RighteousFelon.com. Welcome to the post-game show, not the POD cast, a quick post-game show to react to one of the most pleasurable finishes to a Lions season uh, maybe I've ever seen. Lions, I was about to say the score. I don't know what the score is. We, it, we're two hours after the game at this point. <laughs> uh, it's been kind of crazy. We've been we've been in the afterglow of a Detroit Lions beatdown is probably an overstatement, but a, a sending of the home to the Green Bay Packers as they win, finish nine and eight out of the season to the Packers eight and nine. Neither team will go to the playoffs, but uh, the Lions uh, proverbially dragged them into the deep end where they have now drowned and Lions fans are feeling pretty good about it. So we're going to talk about it on our quick little post game show um, because Chris is working. It is me, Jeremy Reisman, the uh, producer of Pride of Detroit. I also have two guests with me and by guests, I mean co-hosts really, because uh, one is, the managing editor slash machine of Pride of Detroit, Eric Schlitt on Twitter. Eric Schlitt is here. How are we doing, Eric? They won 20 to 16. And I remember that because they bypassed a field goal to just cram it down their throat that's and true. get the win. So, right. yeah, that's you. how you remember it. That is, yes. Uh, our, our third uh, voice slash face of the uh, post game show here is writer for pride of Detroit, former social media now kind of moving on to editor and writing over at the site. Um, your favorite Canadian and pride of Detroit, John Whitaker is here. John, how you doing, buddy? You're muted. Oh boy. Rookie mistake. Rookie mistake. <laughs> I am muted. Oh no, that's not a great start. No, but I'm going to build on what Eric said. And you know, it feels so good to send the Packers crying home. <laughs> Aiden Hutchison did a Lambo leap in the post game show, and that no better f you to Green Bay than that. Yeah, no, um, we we'd all love to be talking playoffs now, but again, a, a pretty awesome consolation prize, and maybe even a bigger f you to the Packers, knowing that uh, we had nothing to play for, they had everything to play for, and they are the ones going home. Um, well, I mean, both going home, but uh, let let's talk a little bit about the game and and what happened, even though now it feels like such a distant game. Because uh, things weren't going too well in the first half. Uh, the Lions did seem to figure a lot of things out. And, I mean, what what can you say about that last drive? You know, this is a team that that their identity has always been kind of that four-minute drive type of team where they're going to run it down your throat. With four minutes left, if they got the lead, they want to make sure you never get the ball back. And how many times have we seen the Lions try to have that identity and end up giving Rodgers the ball back and Rodgers does something terrible? That didn't happen yeah, this time. I, I think you've got to go back a little bit further than the last drive because 
they get the ball, they punch it in, right, and, and they take the lead, and it's 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 a it's a record-setting uh, rushing touchdown for Jamal Williams, and it's it, it's a lead change, it's a momentum change, it's 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 a lot of th- I don't care momentum, I'll say it, I don't care, <laughs> uh, and they've got a lot of stuff in their favor that 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 that's going well, but they are giving the ball back to Aaron Rodgers, and then he throws an interception to Kirby Joseph, mm-hmm. and that's huge, right? Because this is not Joseph's third interception on the season, and now you've got the ball, and now you have to milk the clock, right? And so they've got to be creative in how they do it. They were, they had things that worked. They got, they they had a, a penalty that they overcame. They ran, they ran up a, a an, an unconventional play. I don't want to call it a trick play, but it, it was, was an unconventional play. play. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, all right, whatever. Don't it's be a hook and ladder. Well, well, all right. It's a, I mean, it's a hook and ladder. I I've, I ran that play in my backyard multiple times, right? But um, yeah. So look, they put things together. They they and then when it's fourth and two, and and you are you're you have a chance to kick a field goal and go up seven, which is again conventional wisdom. Instead of doing that, they said if we just get that first down, the game's over. And so what do they do? They they. They uh, empty the backfield. They spread them out wide. And then the Packers adjust by going into a zone. And then they just run a zone beater for two yards. Boom, 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 boom. Put the ball in Jared Goff's hands. Let him win it. Game over. And and it's it's it seems simple. It seems complex. And, 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 and they were able to overcome anything that was in their way in order to put this team behind them and just turn the corner. This is a, a, a corner turning game for this yeah. franchise well I, I want i want to hear more about that because it does feel like a momentous occasion even though this team didn't make the playoffs even though this team's just just quote-unquote just eight and nine after starting one and six john how big of a win the, does this feel how big of a, a a pivot point in the in the franchise's future does it feel like to you this feels like a monumental game for the lions um, I think we were talking about it kind of in our post Seahawks Rams discussion. It was like, is this a bigger game than the Seahawks playoff game we had a few years back? And honestly, it really felt like that. And sure, the Lions aren't going to the playoffs. That's always a bummer. But you just look at how far this team has come in such a short time is incredible. The Lions, I think many people were kind of writing them off or even just kind of saying like, yeah, you know, they'll kind of be like middling at best. And Technically, they did finish middling at best, but how they got there is huge for the growth of this franchise. The first few weeks, it would have been so easy for the coaching staff, for the players, for the fans, for everyone involved to phone it in and just say, oh, it's going to be another one of those years, right? And instead, everything comes together. The the pieces that have been put in place for this rebuild have not only gelled quite well, but they're playing at a higher level than we expected. And it's we're at a point where the Lions can do so much in this next offseason because they have these, uh, these pieces in place that they never really expected were going to be there. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360 degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school 
that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Yeah, and they have plenty of off-season resources to do it. And it, it just, it feels like a prove it type of game. It, it, it's proving it to themselves. It's proving it to this young roster that they're capable of winning big games in January against teams that are hot. I mean, the Packers were, were a top five team over the past four or five weeks. So that was not that was not an ordinary eight and eight team they were facing. That was a very good eight and eight team in one of the toughest plays to play in January. They had to prove it to the fan base who uh, up until kickoff were still SOLing in my in my mentions. They had, and and they prove it to the rest of the league too, right? They prove it to the rest of the league that this is not a flash in the pan. This is not a team that that's going to get hot for a couple of days and then just you know in the biggest moments sit down. They're proving it to free agencies out there that this is a place that's on the rise. Um, it's just it, it's a prove it game all around. And listen, I, I, I do think that Dan Campbell said something important in the press conference and that you have to start over. There's no guarantee that you pick up where you left off. You, you, This team isn't going to be exactly the same next year. So we can't just take it for granted that they're going to suddenly be okay and everything's going to be great next year. But at the same time, a lot of these players are com- coming back. A lot of these players are young and should be getting better next year. And then, you, like I said, you have a bunch of offseason resources too. So uh, it, things should get better. And, and Dan Campbell said they will get better. But it, you, you got to put in the work. It, it's not guaranteed. We talked about this a couple weeks on our mailbag podcast. This is starting to look like an offseason that could repeat itself in the fact that they can re-sign a lot of the guys that they had in place. And and it's not like – in last year they were re-signing guys that were coming off a three-win season. Now they're re-signing guys that are coming off an eight-and-two stretch – down the back half of the of of the season, when they were one and six, we were looking at the schedule and saying, "Man, if they can get the four or five, well, they're at nine. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nine. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they smoke and they put the Packers to bed in their own house in week eighteen when they had something to play for, and they didn't bend, they didn't buckle, and these are guys that you want back, right? So yeah. you you've got this core franchise players that you've started to to draft and build and you have under these rookie contracts. You have guys that you've re-signed that have done uh, work and they've proven that they can do it. And you're going to probably aim to bring a lot of those guys back. And then it just becomes, you're going to get this core team back and then add, you're going to add five picks in the top 100. You're going to add guys in free agency, and you're going to take a team that finished eight and two and add talent to that roster. This is a team that is headed in the right direction. John, I'll give you the last word before we get out of here. Yeah, it's really an incredible feat. So many players and just people in general on this team came into it with chips on their shoulders and they have exceeded expectations. You look no further than Jared Goff. He's a guy who went from, oh, he's just going to be a bridge to honestly, he should be the unquestioned starter next year. I don't think he replaced him. Dan Campbell, oh, we kind of came in with the meathead persona, right? Ho, 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 decaps, whatnot. And here he is, even in this game, making a really smart call to decline an intentional Packers penalty. Not everyone does that. Not everyone catches that. 
You look at uh, Amon Ross St. Brown. I mean, here's the guy with a death list, basically, of receivers getting drafted ahead of him, right? Um, James Houston, basically just really practice squad guy for most of the year, coming in, making a mess of offensive lines. There are so many incredible moments that have come from this season that you, even with the playoffs not being a thing, you can't help but feel, feel very proud and very optimistic about the road to come. Yeah. The, the only thing that, that really you really f- feel sad about is that the season's over, is that this incredibly fun season has come to an end because, man, it would be fun to see them out there in the playoffs and, and give some other teams some help. But um, it's been an, it's been an awesome season. And and thank you all for listening and hanging out with us all. Um, we're going to do a full POD cast on Monday night live on our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash Pride of Detroit. If you aren't following our Twitch page, you should. Mina freaking Kime stopped in after the game and hung out with us <laughs> for a little bit. It was amazing. Thank you to her. Thank you to all the lines fans who've listened to us across the the entire season and there's there are good times ahead everybody so thank you all for listening it's chaos be kind